0: Asalaamu Alaikum warahmatullahi My name is John Fontaine and welcome back to another episode of The Fiqh of Love. And today we're joined with Dr. Muhammad. Asalaamu
1: Alaikum, Shaykh. Walaykum <laughs> salam <laughs> wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, John. How are you doing, Shaykh? I'm doing wonderful. Alhamdulillah. I mean, Alhamdulillah. Really
0: en- I've really, really enjoyed the, the series so far of The Fiqh of I- Love. I'm
1: glad, I'm glad you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Shaykh, subhanAllah, we've we've come a long way. SubhanAllah, we started at the beginning. Uh, brothers and sisters they need to get married they couldn't find a spouse and then we've shown them how to find a spouse in a halal way finally we've them
1: don't forget we spoke about love of course the yeah. love <laughs>
0: <laughs> the halal love and uh, subhanAllah we spoke about how to you know get into the marriage in a halal way the rights and the duties of both a man and a woman but things don't always work out you know and of course marriage is a huge test and Allah is going to test us with the marriage, you know, it's, it's a new thing uh, living with someone you've never lived with before, you know, you're trying to work each other out you're bound to come into problems and, and uh, miscommunication and disagreements and sometimes people actually react to these problems in different ways some people, maybe they jump straight to divorce others, maybe the man goes and he wants to marry <laughs> someone else even though he's got issues mm. Uh, with his uh, first wife. And uh, sometimes people just ignore the problems and they let the problems snowball and snowball. And after years of these issues, you know, it, it comes out eventually. And you know, it can, it can have a huge effect on the family, the wider family as well as the children. So, you know, when people do fall into problems with marriage, what, how should we uh, treat this?
1: In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful, In the beginning, I'd like to uh, make mention of a few facts. The first fact is that uh, a huge percentage of divorce cases happen in the first month, second or third, or in the first year of marriage. That is due to if they are very patient. That is due to the fact that two people never been uh, together before, they don't have an experience, and now they move in and they are confronted with the fact that each one of them have some habits, some traditions, and uh, expectations from the others, which may be not met exactly as they expected, and also some demands. So that's why we recommend here in this program that the couple should um, uh, attend some sort of orientation before getting married. And understand that in the past, uh, the parents used to hold this orientation for the children so the 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 groom before marrying would listen to his father and would listen to the sheikh or the imam and would actually come forward to seek the advices Mm -hmm. and the mother of the girl would take care of advising her and giving her the proper orientation that is not happening anymore Mm -hmm. Uh, so they should attend some sort of orientation in order to learn how to avoid these uh, uh, problems yeah. which may lead to separation then the destruction of the family I, that guess is the
0: first fact. I guess that's partly what this the intention of this program is for, you yes. know, when we were initially discussing, we true. wanted to teach the
1: people <coughs> uh, you know, so they can avoid true. these issues. Mm. Second fact you gotta understand that not because you were in love before marriage or because you were related to each other or you liked each other or because You know, you spent so much money and engagement was so sweet like a honeymoon. Now we expect that life will be very smooth and free from any problems. No, this is not going to happen. There will be tests and trials. And also Shaytan, Satan's main objective. After making a person disbelieve in Allah is to divorce the believing couples. This is like what? An achievement for the Shaytan. And in the hadith that he rewards any of his uh hosts or offspring would put in the crown on his head of the jinn if they manage to separate between a muslim couple and cause a divorce and discord between them so you gotta be careful allah. take precautions we hmm. said every time you enter your house you say bismillah before you eat you say bismillah before you have intimate relationship with your spouse you seek refuge with allah And also you need a great deal of forbearing, attitude, forgiving, pardoning, and negligence. You Mm -hmm. turn a blind eye. Mm -hmm. You pretend as if you didn't see it once Mm -hmm. and twice and several times until things get better. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep building up and you become very meticulous with everything, Mm -hmm. I can assure you this marriage with this spouse or with any other spouse is not going to last. Even if you divorce this spouse and you marry somebody else, you also are going to have and confront the same problem, so you I have know. to let go, you have to pretend that you mm. are not paying attention in order for things to mm. improve, mm. with a continuous education as well, with the reminder of feeding Allah, look what Allah says in Surah Al-Ahzab, "Ya amanu wa Sadida. So he advises us with the right saying, with the right statement. So when you say what is good, Allah would set right all your affairs. Mm-hmm. And the same thing between the husband and wife, between the couple. Then also, uh, remember that even Rasulullah, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, who is the greatest, the most merciful, the most loving, the most caring, the most loved by Allah and by his companions and by his wives. The Prophet وسلم, was a human being as well. Yeah. And he had, he had some issues with some of his wives. Many, uh, many times and many incidents to the extent that he actually divorced some of his wives. Then he took her back like in the case of Hafsa But he was the greatest teacher and the greatest forbearing person mm. and he would let go. So when you keep that in mind, you don't think this is the end of the world mm. when you differ, when you dispute, mm. when you have some trouble. Mm. Add to that another mm. fact, which is the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam suggested and allowed complimenting your spouse even if you do not really mean it.
2: Mm.
1: So the Prophet Sallallahu said, Lie is absolutely forbidden and it's a major sin. Lying is a major sin except in three conditions. We're going to uh, shed some light, on only one of them for now, which is the conversation that goes on between the husband and the wife. So if he wants to make things better and says, honey, you know what? You're the most beloved person to me in life. I mean, he loves his mother more. Or maybe he doesn't love her that much. But this statement isn't a lie. Mm. You know, when I look at you, I think you are the most beautiful woman on earth. Mm. And when she says that you're the best man on earth, all of that, these statements are recommended Mm. because the compliments develop love, even Mm. if it doesn't exist. Mm. And it maintains this kind of uh, relationship.
0: Sheikh, you know, throughout this whole series, we've been speaking about love. And of course getting married to someone is a huge commitment and equally you know so is divorce you know so how important is it that we don't jump to divorce that we try to reconcile between the two the, the this th- is the really two crucial
1: because divorce uh, you have limited uh, uh, access to divorce once twice then it becomes irrevocable and when you have kids it's over mm-hmm. it is devastating but when you reconcile it is reconcilable mm-hmm. look Umar al-Khattab once ha, had an issue with one of his wives. She was arguing with him. And then he said, How dare you raise your voice and argue with me? She said, And why shouldn't I argue with you? If the Prophet wasallam, does argue with his wives. They, his wives argue with him and they dispute with him. He said, They do? She said, Yes, of course. His daughter Hafsa was married to the Prophet wasallam, mm-hmm. So he forgot about his case. He couldn't tolerate, you know, the Arab before Islam. He's a man. So he couldn't tolerate that his wife is disputing with him. It's one word. It's my word. It's my way or the highway. So when she was arguing with him, and she said, yeah, the, the wives of the Prophet Sallallahu argue with him? Go and ask. So he went to Hafsa and he visited with her. He said, honey, my daughter, do you ever argue with the Prophet Sallallahu She said, yes, yeah, sometimes you do. He said, aren't you afraid that Allah will be angry with you? The Prophet ﷺ was giving them the space to do that. Mm. If the Prophet ﷺ was ready to execute the divorce, whenever one of them would make a mistake because she's a wife of Rasulullah ﷺ, he wouldn't have any wife. Mm. But look at him. Once Aisha says, uh, it was her turn, it was her night. Then the Messenger of Allah got up he slipped away he was sleeping with her on the same uh, spread they didn't have beds they just lying on the floor so he uncovered himself and he got up and he slipped away so Aisha started thinking where is he going where is he going she's Mm. she's a woman as well Mm. even though she's the wife of the prophet Mm. but she suspected that maybe he's going to one of his other wives Mm so she put on her hijab his her clock and she followed him and the prophet ﷺ didn't go far away he was just at the graveyard of al-baqiyah and he made some supplications and he returned as he was making a return he saw something like something dark running in front of him when he returned home you know under the cover Aisha's breath was she was gasping one air. <laughs> so he figured that. He said, Are you okay? What is happening? She said, nothing. Nothing. He said, look, if you don't tell me, Allah will tell you, will tell me. He's Allah <laughs> al Khabir. She said, nothing. He said, okay, Allah will tell me. She said, okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> well when he slipped away and he just left, I thought you're going to one of your wives. He said, you thought that Allah and his messenger would ever betray you? How dare you do that? You know, I was in bed with you and Jibreel came to me. I stepped out because you were not wearing your hijab. So he said that Allah is sending you a message. Go to the graveyard of Al-Baqiyah and pray for them. Mm-hmm. So I complied and I just came back. Here is a prophet, Somebody found his wife searching in his uh, iPhone trying to put his uh, fingerprint <laughs> on there uh, to identify and to unlock <laughs> it or searching in his wallet and accusing him that you're contacting this or that. Just me suspicion. It can end up with divorce. It can be the end of the world. SubhanAllah.
0: SubhanAllah Shaykh. It's very important, you know, looking at these great examples uh, from the time of the Prophet. Sallallahu Sallam. Sallam. You know and uh, inshallah I would like to We'll just have a short break and then we'll sure. come back to that. So please give us a few minutes and we'll be right back with the fiqh of love.
2: <laughs>
0: Assalamualaikum, Alaikum, welcome back to the fiqh of love. Asalaamu Alaikum, Shaykh. Wa Alaikum
1: wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, Alhamdulillah, subhanallah, we, you just gave us a very nice uh, insight into one of the stories. And now I
1: need to tell you from the yeah. wife's side, mm. because it's not always the husband who has to be, uh, you know, to yes. take the initiative uh, and uh, say it's okay and forgive and pardon, but also the wife. Yeah. Yeah. In the Hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, the best of you women who will be your women in paradise, Al-Wadud, Al-A'ud, Al-Walud. What are these terms? Al-Wadud, she is very compassionate. Oh Subhanallah, when you have a wife who's always smiling, who's always happy with even the little thing that you give her. You come home with a rose, she says, honey, you know, I don't know without you. What can I do? She thinks that you give her a Mercedes. Okay, that's Wadud, very passionate, very compassionate. And the second is A'ud. The Prophet Sallallahu says about this woman, in case that they have a dispute, So she would take the initiative, she would go to her husband and she puts her hand in his hand and she says, Honey, I'm not going to close my eyes. There is no way that I can go to sleep while you're not happy with me. Mm -hmm. So that they reconcile. Allah Almighty is very pleased with this woman. So both of them have to have the willingness to reconcile, Mm -hmm. especially when you know, you know, normally when we speak about reconciling between the opponents, those who are having some issues, neglecting each other, whether friends, brothers, sisters, neighbors, co workers working in the same place, two Muslim brothers or sisters in the community, even though they're not blood related. So the Prophet ﷺ said when he was asked, Why do you fast awfully on Mondays and Thursdays? He said, The deeds are being presented before Allah. And he also said that on these two days, Allah forgives the believers except when two people are not talking to each other mm. you like to use the word boycotting each other mm. that is two friends or mm. two brothers remember a few episodes back mm. we said the Almighty Allah described the relationship between the couple as yeah mm. Yeah, you and I were men what is your aura before me mm. you know when we go swimming after we finish you know, from the navel to the knees, mm. right? Yeah. Before your wife, there is no aura. Mm. What is the aura of your wife before her own mom? Likewise, but before you, you can see the whole thing. The Prophet mm. sallallahu and Ummu Salama, the Prophet and Aisha, and perhaps other wives, the Prophet used to shower with his wife without any clothes. Mm. So it's okay. Mm. No one is as close to you your spouse Mm -hmm. so in this case you should not disclose your differences or Mm -hmm. share it with others especially if it is easy to overcome them and handle them. Sheikh that's all very well I mean you know trying to resolve
0: these issues within the home Mm -hmm. but sometimes it gets so difficult that you need some outside help so who should be the first person to be consulted in order to actually step in and help you know the Actually that
1: is prescribed in the Quran John because sometimes things go out of hand mm. and they are on the verge of divorce why because they have a dead luck each one of them is stuck to his view or he has built up a case against the other unfortunately or shaitan managed to mess up the relationship and also another very terrible scenario is when the families are not understanding that you know it is going to lead to divorce Mm. so the girl's family are encouraging her to be harsh on him Mm. you know if he divorces you will find a hundred other men to marry Mm. you you are beauty queen and he his family would say the same thing that's why we do not Mm. share our problems with anyone and with Mm. everyone not because they are related to us Mm. not because she's my mom or is my dad or my sibling no the Quran says in this regard in Surah Nisa وَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ شِقَاقَ بَيْنِهِمَا well in case that you guys fear it's coming to a dead end a dispute may lead to divorce or separation or whatever then why don't you make another attempt this is the last resort before divorce but the word Hakam in Arabic is very deep it's a lot deeper than mere arbitrator he is not here to deal with a personal matter he is here in the first place to reconcile and also to examine the case if it is something easy then he would reconcile but if the reason behind the discord is something major like treaty, she betrayed um, you know or he betrayed he's having an affair Things of this nature then they have to step in and decide and give the ultimatum to the party who is mistaken. And they have a full access to reconcile or to separate because fesh. And that's why the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the same ayah, in read If they examine the case and they just realize that, that there is a great possibility of reconciling, Allah will make it easy for them to reconcile. And also because of their hikmah, their knowledge, and their wisdom, and their experience, they know that it is okay to lie while reconciling. Mm. This is one of the other cases which I mentioned the hadith earlier. The Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith which is narrated by Umm Kulthum, the daughter uh, of Uqba ibn Mu'ayt, that the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, uh, لَيْسَ الْكَذَّابُ الَّذِي يُصْلِحُ بَيْنَ النَّاسُ وينمي. So if a person is trying to reconcile, and he made up mm. some statement in order to reconcile, so he's talking to the husband on a side, and he says, you know what? Your wife feels really sorry, and she says, Wallahi, he's the best man ever, and I think I've wronged him. She didn't say that, but he is trying mm. to pave the road towards reconciliation. Is this permissible? Yes, that's permissible. Then when the other party is talking to the wife and he says, Wallahi, your husband is a very nice man and he speaks very high of you. And he says, she is mm. she prays, she fasts, and she's a woman, she's having the best of manners. Even though all the time you sit sitting complaining, he did not mm. admire her at all. But in order to reconcile and bring them together and closer to each other and overcome what Satan have done, they made some lies. Mm. That is permissible. Mm. So, Subhanou And they what what they're not going to be judged on these lies because mm. it's helping no, 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 bring no, no, them back together. No, no, because this is for a good purpose which is yeah. reconciling. Yeah. Now talking about I have seen some people they go to marriage counselor or to a psychologist and they pay per hour then by minutes sometimes mm. In order to advise them, haram advices. Mm. So he says, "Well, I guess you both need to take a break. Why don't each one of you try another friendship, like the wife tries a friendship with another man, and you try friendship with another woman? If you go to a counselor who is not Muslim, then do not blame but yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, a a a a a, a psychologist." once advised, somebody whom I know, to smoke a pack of cigarettes every day to oh that extent. So because they don't have the mm. guidelines of halal and haram. So it's so important you go into righteous people, people who follow. following ha-ka-man and they understand. Yeah. Min ahlihi. And likewise, hakaman min ahliha. Mm. If this is the case and if they both intend well and they find the case reconcilable, Allah will make it easy for them to reconcile. So Hakama is like a,
0: someone wise, someone who, who can actually understand the situation. Correct. Mm.
1: He's not there to take revenge for the person whom he's representing. Yes. He's there to close the gap. Mm. He's there to reconcile. That is uh, mm. the whole story. Yes, Subhanallah. Mm. You know sometimes I think this
0: is often Subhanallah, one of the areas where there is some some issues you know, like you mentioned, sometimes you bring a family member from one side or a family member from the other and their intentions are not really to get them back together. You know, maybe they yeah, have personal problems <coughs> with the the spouse, etc. And they just, you know, and this is really sad, Sheikh, because families are ruined like this. You know, so it's, it's important that the person who's taking on this role actually does it with a good intention you know, to try to bring them together, especially if these children are involved,
1: subhanAllah. You know, for the sake of time, if I want to just uh, pay a very precious advice, as I believe to the couple, make certain that you do not share your problems and differences with people outside. Mm. Also, be careful with the evil eye. Mm. Sometimes a person unknowingly, they keep talking about how happy they are, and uh, the woman shows mm. her sisters, her cousins, and her friends mm. and colleagues at work. She's, look what my husband just bought me. Look this watch. Look that dress. He mm. just gave me that much. He mm. bought me a car, whatever. And your colleague, maybe she's having some very hard time with her husband. Mm. Or she just got divorced. Mm. So it is normal. Mm. I mean, it is not normal from the point of view of halal and haram, mm. but it is expected. Yeah. that the other party may envy you for that mm-hmm. and hasad is a reality yeah. and we we'll say mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. those things those mm-hmm. kind of things keep it private yeah. between uh, you and your husband and this isn't only to do with marriage this is
0: to do with everyday life as Correct. well you know I, you know, especially me and you we do travel a lot mm-hmm. you know and a lot of the times people wonder you know they would love to have you know to travel so much and they always try to Downplay it, you know to some some of my friends because you know subhanAllah We're not there to make people jealous, you know,
1: you know, you know, whether it's work or whatever it may be They don't know what you're doing, mm. you know here, here is one thing Many people now with the social media and the false profiles mm. the couple are posing together He's kissing mm. her. She's kissing him. Hey, this is our anniversary Look at what we to our son and mm. look what my husband bought to me now. It's not mm. just that uh, showing it to one or two people she's going public mm-hmm. on the social media there are a lot of people mm-hmm. out there who have nothing to do just to browse your profile mm-hmm. and envy you You have such a beautiful husband I wish he was mine mm-hmm. or vice versa yeah. no keep it private mm-hmm. do share not share it with others you cook the nice meal why do you video it mm-hmm. and show it to everybody mm-hmm. else in order to avoid the evil eye just before we finish I want to just uh,
0: Quickly mention this point mm-hmm. because uh, of course it's not in every case but in some cases there is involved as well um, so of course would you recommend sometimes trying and ruqya as well uh, in this instance because
1: sometimes Why sometimes the person yeah, should do that on regular basis yeah. you know should provide ruqya for his wife mm. and she provides ruqya for him mm. and they on daily basis make Ruqya mm-hmm. for the children you know, this is what the Prophet used to do to his grandsons, yeah. Al Hassan and Al Hussein, yeah. every day, every night. And the Prophet وسلم, said, You know, when a couple are having a serious problem, yeah. and I just advise them, they say, We're having, maybe we're we'll having sah. So I advise them to recite Surah Al Baqarah at home. Yeah. Oh, that's too much. The yeah. whole Surah, you're already drowning, yeah. and you are on the verge of getting divorced. Yeah. So, you know, recitation of Surah Al Baqarah. If mm-hmm. there is shaitan, it will kick it out. If there mm-hmm. is sahri, it will undo it. It will keep mm-hmm. shaitan away from your house for three days.
0: JazakAllah khair, Sheikh SubhanAllah. Great advice there. That's all we have time for. Thank you for joining us again, Sheikh. You're uh, most uh, we welcome. Subhanallah. For those of you at home, SubhanAllah, this has been a very important episode that we mustn't jump to divorce. We mustn't jump to different things. We must try our best to reconcile these problems, with it first within the home, and then we can start to look at bringing other family members in to help us. Um, because it's so important to save the family unit as well as the children as well. So please join us next time for another episode of The Thick of Love. As-salamu alaykum wa